Small business. Our purpose is to have fun talking about small business stuff. My name is Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my longtime business partner, Adam Sunhalter. And we are business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. And we like to deal with what we say helping owners of small companies defined as 1 to 25 employees get unstuck from a state of how. How do I hire the right person? How do I form a plan? How do I change my company? How do I get hold of it so that I can make growing sustainable profits? That's what we teach. Adam, what do you think? What are we doing here tonight at 7.30 p.m.? And We're having fun, Jack, as we always right. do. That's what we're doing. We have a lot That's of fun on, uh, on our show here, Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And we have fun because we get a chance to, to help a lot of folks out and share not only our personal experiences of, of owning and operating companies, Jack, but the hundreds of other folks we've helped through our business coaching, and to share their stories because they're often amazed, you know, and many of them are, are, are long-time and, and very loyal listeners to our show, they're amazed at how often they get it wrong when they think we're talking about them, and in fact, we're talking about somebody else. But the stories and the, and the situations and, and what they're going through helps to reinforce for them that it's not that unique, and that whatever they're going through, whatever challenge, whatever opportunity that it's, that's being presented to them, that somebody else has been through that, is going through that right now. There are lots of answers and lots of ways to kind of get through it, and, and there, you will get through it. And a big part we want to do is shed some light on those dirty secrets so folks can, can know about it and be able to kind of feel better about what's kind of going on. You are always welcome to be part of the show. We encourage that. And there's lots of ways for you to be part of the show. Uh, the simplest way is to, is to get us when we're here live in the studio every Wednesday from 7.30 to 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And you can do that by calling in here to the studio. We'll get you on the air. It's 440-946-9468. Again, you can call in and and, and either react to things that that Jack and I are talking about. If you have your own how question, we talk about the the how questions, which is how we kind of frame what's going on here. We can also reach out to us on the Twittersphere at at MaximumVP, at JackMMVP, or at Adam Sonhalter. If you like email, you can do that as well at radio at MaximumVP.com. And last but certainly not least, you go to our website, MaximumVP.com forward slash how, H-O-W. Nice little form pops up there for you to kind of put your question or thoughts in there. So lots of ways for you to be able to kind of reach out to us if you need a little, you know, you know different ways to kind of touch base. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get uh, some of your ideas. And in the meantime, we have lots of how questions that we've cobbled together over the years and uh, we can delve into and we'll usually share at least one, if not if not more, during the course of our shows. Yeah, it's unlikely any any owner of a small business who's listening has a myriad of how questions if they just stop and think about their day-to-day navigation through their business, how often the word, the first word is, is phrased with how, with so many of the issues that they're talking about with their with their direct employees, with their contract employees, with their vendors, customers. That how question constantly comes up. And, boy, we haven't heard too many how questions that are unique to, to small business. No, in fact, we, we have to make sure we catch ourselves when we're meeting with clients. We'll often be smiling. And they may take it the wrong way. Like, what are you laughing about? And it's like, well, we know what you're going to say before you say it kind of thing, right? So we have to, we, we've learned. I think we've gotten better over the years, Jack, in terms of being able to kind of bite our, bite our lips, bite our tongue, so to speak. Because early on, we used to just kind of, Jump in and cut them off. So, well, you're going to do this, 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 you know, here's all the answers versus just letting them, they, they, they need to talk about it first. 
kind of get it out there. But then we we smile, not say, not unusual. Even when they think it's like the biggest, deepest, darkest, darkest secret, and nobody else in the world could relate to it, nobody else in the world would even think about doing something crazy like this. We say, now we had somebody yesterday we were just talking about the same the same thing, yeah, and they're, right. they're, they're 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 constantly surprised. So, you know, there's no quick quick fix for all this stuff. It takes most of our clients literally grow with us, and we grow with them uh, over the years. Our longest client's been with us over ten years. And the growth and success story that uh, is that company is absolutely amazing. And we have many of those success companies to share. We literally teach you business owners how to grow a company and sustain profits. How in the heck do you do that? How do you even talk about it? How do you even start the, to, to talk about that stuff? So many of our clients don't have an idea when we start with them. But after a while, they're every bit as good as uh, the, the top the top corporate executives who are on all the fancy shows and give all the fancy speeches, they talk the same language or certainly understand it pretty well. Yes, they do. And so why don't we jump in here. we got one of our, our first hot question kind of to delve into here a bit, Jack, and it's one that we hear a version of. We've heard <clears> it several times over the years. And I'm going to guess most owners can probably relate to this. So as an owner, you know, here's a client of ours you know, expressing a frustration is, how come all I do is babysit adults all day? <laughs> all right? How come all I do is babysit adults all day? And we know it's a common frustration for, for, for many owners. And, and why does this come up? You know, what, what kind of situation would, would this come up? Well, often it's, it's, it's where they're at, they're, they're wit's end. And so picture, for those of you who have kids, if you don't have kids, if you have, if you have nieces and nephews where... You know, you've watched them, maybe they're, they're, they're younger, I'm going to say maybe ages 3, 4, maybe up to age 10 kind of thing, and you feel like all you do is repeat yourself over and over again. You, you go from trying to be very understanding and nurturing to yelling at the top of your, at the top of your lungs, you're all over the place, and you, you constantly have to like pay attention, you can't <clears> trust they're going to do things, and you feel like you're running around day in, day, day out, and, and you're just absolutely just worn out. Well, picture that as being where a lot of folks feel they are, with their companies and what they're doing all day, yet these aren't three and four and five and ten year olds. These are twenty and thirty and sixty and seventy year olds that are employees of theirs or contractors of theirs that they feel like, hey, all I'm doing is babysitting all adults all day, and it's not what I signed up for, Jack. So, what well, the we, heck? We know the simple answer. The simple answer to that. Now, the execution and implementation of that answer isn't quite as simple, but the simple answer is the owners of these small businesses who are complaining about their employees and the fact that they have to treat them like kids is because the owner hasn't implemented a process that creates a plan for that company, a written plan, not an academia exercise with a bunch of language that nobody understands, but something that is relatively simple simple once it's completed and it can guide the company now picture having picture having a a worksheet that that shows your sales shows all your expenses projected out for a year for 2018 and don't say even though I we know a lot of people are thinking it keep in mind there's probably nothing you can tell us that we haven't heard before and don't say it's it's a lot of mumbo jumbo and it's a waste of time because it isn't so you get this plan laid out all your expenses estimated, all your revenue estimated, and you have how questions. How am I going to get this revenue? How am I going to keep on track to get these expenses in? All these questions are answered. 
So you have a plan. Picture that in front of you. And now each of your employees, depending on how you're organized, how many employees you have, certainly the key employees, have a piece of that plan. And you schedule literally, and you make it not, not loose and easy, but you make it absolutely poured in concrete that we're going to meet on these monthly, monthly and quarterly on these dates, and nobody's going to skip them. I don't care what the reason. And now we have the meeting set, we have the responsibility set, and we have, we're going to talk about making that plan or not. And whoever's participating in it has a piece of it. <clears throat> they have a piece of it because you've just laid out the rules of the game here. And they're going to present their section to the group. And you're going to learn a whole lot of stuff about it. All right. So let me let me let me let me let you catch your breath there, Jack. You've been going good. All right. All right. Okay. Well, you need to pant. That's all right. So, <laughs> a couple things. So first of all, one of the things that we do, Jack's not just ran, randomly ranting here off the top of his head. So what I heard and what the people who are clients of ours probably heard, but the rest of you haven't quite heard, is the seven keys to success. Correct. So Jack touched on three of those here just in the last few minutes. If you're listening, you you probably caught all three of them. First one he talked about was a profit plan. That's the whole idea of getting your numbers together, your sales and expenses and forecasting it out. The second part I started touching on was your organization plan, which is getting people involved, getting the, the meeting scheduled as part of what's kind of going on. And the third thing he talked about was presenting, okay, which is a key as well. So profit plan is key number two, or organization plan is key number four, and presenting is key number seven. So in a matter of a few minutes, I heard exactly those three things that Jack was talking about. I think many of our clients heard that. But most of the, the great unwashed don't kind of have a framework to think about business that way. And it's very important to, to have that framework down. It's a big part of what we teach and coach our clients on is to give them that framework to come back to when you have those exasperating days where you feel like all you're doing is chasing around a bunch of adults who are like kids to help take that breath in, get a little bit of calmness going on, Jack, and say, okay, how do I refocus what's kind of going on? The, 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 maybe the place to start when you have the, the issue going on with your organization is the organization plan part of this, right? Right there in the middle. Key number four out of the seven keys, the organization plan. Now, these are, these are available, by the way, on our website. They are. Yeah. At MaximumVP.com, there's a little, uh, what do you call those little click things you click on, the little drop-down menus, right? There's a, there's a drop-down there that says MVP Playbook. Now, who wouldn't want the MVP Playbook? Oh, you boy. click on there and you see seven keys to success. It's a nice graphical visual there for you to be able to, to download take a look at it. if you make it do that right now as you listen to the podcast or listen to the show live and kind of take a look online um, but it's a great visual to kind of see what do you have to be doing because what we try to do is keep the owner's job real simple it's three words and jack's been hammered home on one of them so far today which you've, you've probably heard hopefully because you heard the, that, that word a new, you know a number of times that first word is plan so you as What's the, the owner you as the ceo of a company could you imagine the CEO of General Electric or any big corporation, Google, talking to the investors and the, the worldwide audience and not being able to talk about a plan, I, I, I couldn't comprehend it. Just have, show up have, in a T-shirt and shoot the bull about uh, their pizza shop they had last night. You'd have jaws drop and hit the table, right? So what's your plan? I don't, I don't, I don't know. So plan's <laughs> number one. So most people don't have a plan. We, we know this from a small business owner standpoint. The vast majority don't have a plan kind of laid out. It's okay. They may have parts and pieces, but they don't have a the, the, here's a plan that they can articulate very clearly as we talk about f within the seven keys. So the plan's where it starts. Number two is direct. Wait, let me just uh, interject too. They they do what they know how to do, right? And if they don't know how to plan, 
how and why would we expect them to put a plan together right. unless they're coached or taught right. how to do taught it? Them. You're right. Yeah, but so that's, big, on, but that's right. big. Part of what we do is help figure out what's that plan look like. That's where the seven keys come in. So three words describing so the job of an owner. Plan was one. Number two was direct. So directing the activity of what's kind of going on to make sure that plan happens. Jack gave an example of that where he says, hey, bring people together and look at the plan. Here's what we're going to do. Here's, here's who's doing what. Started to direct that stuff. And the third word is control. And we'll delve into this a little bit more after the break. But the whole idea of plan, direct, control. The control part comes through a series of reports and meetings to make sure that things are being done. Uh, there's an old uh, wise phrase of trust but verify. Okay, So, again, plan, direct, control is what we teach people how to do. And we'll, and we'll delve more into this on the, on the other side of the break here. So stay, stay tuned. I'm Adam Sonhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're business coaches. And we're going to give you some insight today on the job of the CEO, which is you, the business owner. And that's what we'll do. All right. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're business coaches with Maximum Value Partners. And we are talking about, what are we talking about, Adam? We're talking about how do I, or how come all I do is babysit adults all day? And we went to break, we kind of gave you as an owner what your three-word job description is, which is plan, direct, control. Those three things. And we want you to ponder that, too. Because you're taking all the activity, all the confusion, all the anxiety, all the euphoric feelings, everything going on in your business, which is significant. And we're boiling all that activity down to three words. Plan, direct, and control. So you as the owner, you as the CEO, if you don't have a plan, right then and there you're deficient. You're, you're just deficient at running that business. You might as well go down to Jack Casino and, and uh, put it all on black. Because ultimately, you're not controlling your business. And so if you don't have a plan, what are you doing? How are you directing your people? And how are you and why are you complaining about babysitting? It's because they aren't directed. They aren't being vetted. They aren't being tested. They aren't being shown their, their bright side to you and the group. So the first word is plan. Second word is direct. How can you direct those people without the plan? It's impossible. All you're doing is firefighting. You're making the decisions only because you're the boss, not because you, you have the knowledge and process and are using all the brains in your company together to, to make things happen. And control, it's not uh, putting shackles on people and walking around and making sure they work eight hours a day and doing all that nonsense that, that emanates back in 50 years when, when companies used to, well, many of them still are run that way, unfortunately. Say, Come on, take all the fun out of it, Jack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's, it's control, basically. And that control comes from meetings, which we said you schedule meetings in, important meetings, and nobody misses those freaking things. And you have an agenda, and the agenda really comes from the plan, and people present. So between meetings and reports, you are controlling the activity of your company. And the activity of your company is geared to reaching and beating that plan. That's what you're trying to do. So I don't know how you can manage a company without those three things. Uh -huh. So that's your three-word job description. All right, and you, Let's go home, Adam. The heck with it. That's we just a drop the mic and ready to go. 
Well, we didn't tell them the how part, which is what we specialize in, Jack. We specialize in the how part of this, and you touched on a very important point in the, in the prior segment, which is we can't fault the owners who don't have a plan in place because they've never been taught how to do it. Right. Okay, and that's true for most folks. I don't care whether you're high school educated, college educated, Ph.D., master's degrees, business, non-business experience. The, the, the idea of putting together a, a very workable, functional plan that can actually be executed in a small business mindset or framework does not exist really anywhere for, 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 for many owners. And so our seven keys is the success we talked about in the prior segment. We're going to hammer here, here again. And if you look on, you know, on our website at maximum, MaximumVP.com and click on the MVP playbook link, you'll see a nice graphic there for the seven keys to success. And that's something you should print off, have you know, on your desk, on your wall, tape to your whiteboard in your office. If you don't have a whiteboard, get a whiteboard, by the way. It's, it's key for any successful person to have big a whiteboard, whiteboard around. Big whiteboard, not a little one. Okay. <coughs> but to get those things laid out here, and we're going to focus a lot on the organization plan because that's the people side of stuff. And that's where that frustration comes from where you feel like all you're doing is babysitting all day. And to, to Jack's point, if I have no plan in place, I'm not directing them, well, whose fault is that? It's not my employee's fault that they're acting like a bunch of grown kids. It's my fault because I'm not directing them in a way that I should be directing them. If I don't have a plan, I can't direct them. So we start with the, with this very simple part of the organization. Part of it is... So wait, Adam, if I, if I were to come in and you were, you were a new client that I just met, I'd ask them that. I'd ask you, hey, well, what, what, uh, what's the plan today? What what's the mean? plan for your company? And what do you mean is probably more often the response than, oh, wait, here, here's my plan, and it's laid out, and it's... The company is being run according to the plan. We're trying to make this bogey here. We're trying to hit these bogeys. And my team is is uh, well versed in this. They present to me every month, every quarter, and we uh, we Wait, don't get we, no, we, we don't, don't get that. comments it's usually that first day. No. We, it takes a year or so to get. It's that usually a bunch of firefighting. Hey, we're dealing with the customer issue over here. We're dealing with the production issue over there. We're dealing. It's a lot of firefighting issues that have come up either earlier that day or the prior day or the prior week. But it's all very short term focus, right? Very short-term focus. So one of the confusing things that tends to happen within companies, especially small companies uh, as they start to kind of grow and expand a little bit, is one of the first things we ask for too, Jack, is an organization chart. What's that? Okay, that's a nice visual representation of all the stuff going on in your business. Okay, how's it being done? Who's doing it? And people may have an org chart that has their, their people on it. And keep in mind, we work with small companies, and uh, you know, an average client of ours may have eight or ten employees, okay? And so what they'll do is they'll put a little org chart out there that has those eight or ten employees listed on there <coughs> with some fancy or not so fancy but usually meaningless titles about stuff. And, you know, not to pick anybody's titles, but, hey, so if I put down office manager as a title, okay, what the heck does office manager mean, Jack? Well... If you ask five it means that the stuff that I have no idea what to do with, oh. I give to the office manager. Right. That's, that's the catch-all for all the stuff, right? So if you ask five different companies, if they have office managers, to give you a job description for what, that's, what all is entailed there, well, first of all, three or four out of the five couldn't give you a job description because they don't have one. But the one who does have it, you know, the ones that do have it, usually it's very different because it's very customized to that company, which is a good thing. Okay, that's a good thing to have it. You should have a customized description that fits what is being done at your company. Not some fancy pants corporate one, but one that fits with what's going on at your company. So as silly as it sounds, one of the first places we start with, with an organization chart is let's get capture 
all the activity, all the stuff that's going on in your business. And not just from the production side, from your product or service, which is where most people want to spend most of their time, but the other components too. The marketing and sales piece of it. Who's actually going out to, to help generate leads? And when leads come in, what happens to those leads so they get closed and become customers? When it deals with the administrative piece, all the stuff you're saying, Jack, gets thrown to the office manager of the, the numbers and, and the people side of stuff and the legal and regulatory stuff and the planning stuff and all that, all that stuff. So keep in mind, since most owners of small businesses have never wrestled with all this stuff, this stuff is a culmination of what goes on in your company. Let's say you're an owner of a business that's been uh, in, in place for five years. You're, you're generating sales, you've hired people, you're paying people, you're paying vendors, you're scheduling work, you're doing all kinds of different activities. That's the stuff that's going on there. That should be written down in some organized, orderly fashion and the people that basically are putting that down, ultimately that's their job description. So we know, we know, Adam and I could go into your company and in a matter of a week, we would know 80% or better of what's going on in that company. Well, so do you. But you've never really been taught how to pull it together and organize it. So there's deficiencies or things that need to be done or more importantly, things that are being done, but the responsibility isn't that clear. Often we get, oh yeah, okay, yeah, now this makes sense. Because the stuff that you're doing is is captured and put into a place that makes sense. And now we got a big visual that shows all this stuff. And the clarity is just unbelievable. Now you can start to organize that activity rather than just randomly respond to it. You can organize that activity so that it's smooth flowing. You're still going to have random events, but you're going to really be making progress of making your company efficient and growing sustainable profits. That's the question I want answered by any business owner that we deal with. And you know what? 90% of them can't answer it. So All right, and it's, and it's not, to your point, it's not their fault they haven't been taught this stuff, but if they're seeking it out, here's how you start to go about doing that, right? So picture picture that. So that picture, paint that picture for a second, Jack. I've got a, a nice visual, that chart of flowing, who's doing what in terms of the, the the, the different jobs that are kind of going on. I'm going to have different names in those boxes, but chances are I'm going to have the same person's name in multiple of those boxes because they're going to be doing multiple things That's as right, far as small employees, company. They got to do so every picture, bit as much. picture yeah. that visual for a second. Okay, <coughs> picture, Jack was talking earlier about a series of meetings that are regularly scheduled. And if you have no meetings at all, maybe start with a daily touch or a weekly meeting. But you, you start to picture that kind of humming along, okay? Nice, very well, very efficient, good meetings being done. Everybody knows what's kind of going on. People know what, the, what, what, their, what, what their duties are. That's where we're trying to get to, okay? And we realize wherever you are today, you may not be at that place yet. But once you get there, it's a very, very positive place to be because what it allows you as the owner to do, if you recall earlier, this is a test now. We're going back to earlier in our, in our podcast or our, our show here today. What your three-word description is. Do you remember it? Let's see. It started, the first one started with a P. Hold on. Let's see if they can remember it, Jack. P-D-C. P-D-C. He's giving you, he's giving you hints there. So P, the plan, the D, the direct, and the C, the control. So what you got to be doing is pushing for you spending the majority of your time working on plan, direct, control. And if you're doing that, that's where the pressure comes off and things are feeling better. You're enjoying it and have a lot more fun. So we're trying to get to that point. Why do most, most of the business owners complain about 
the control part of it, the the meeting part of it. Why um, do you why do you think? Uh, well, we have we have, we think we addressed this in a prior show, a prior podcast. You looked <coughs> at that about how to, how to run a good meeting, but most meetings are not run well. They don't have an agenda down. They aren't starting on time. They aren't finishing on time. The people who are there don't have a reason to be there from the standpoint they aren't presenting anything. There's a lot of reasons why meetings, and usually they're, they're done poorly, is people just kind of give up on them. And nobody's know? in charge with withholding the agenda to the time schedule. So it drifts off. People, uh, you know, you and I start talking in front of a group of six uh, about some problem we're trying to solve, and nobody interrupts and says, hey, you guys, why don't you take that offline when we're done with this meeting? All right. So, so I know every morning I'm going to show up at 8. There's going to be an agenda. I have a little piece to present. Maybe nothing, and that's fine. Yeah. Or... You know, I do have something to present. If I had to go long, I schedule the meeting with the appropriate people. It's that discipline first starting with the knowledge of what it should look like. Well, people get away from it. I'll make a simple analogy before we, we go to break here, Jack. It's like you want to be married or you want to be in a relationship, but yet you don't want to go through the dating process because you had a bad date once. Okay, well, yeah, I'd like to have my company running well and be very efficient, Jack, Sounds but I don't, have, to me. I, don't, I don't have any meetings, right? <laughs> That's what kind of magically start to happen, you know, that, that, that magic wand, so to speak. So why don't you stick around? We come back. We'll keep talking about this. Our, our topic today is how come all I do is babysit adults all day? This is the owners talking about. We're giving you the way to get through that from the organization plan standpoint. So stay tuned. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini. And if you as a small business owner are stuck in a state of how, how do I hire the right people? How do I make profits? How do I improve cash? How do I do all these things? Maximum Value Partners, that's our company. We're business coaches. We can help you out. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sonholm. I'm Jack Mancini. Hello, Adam. Glad Hello, to be Jack. back again for this segment. We're uh, having a pretty good time, and we always do. You and I have a pretty good time. We're dealing with small businesses. Anyway, we are Maximum Value Partners, MVP. We're business coaches, and we help owners of small companies get unstuck from a state of how. That's right. In this show, we've been talking so far about how do I, or how come all I do all day is babysit adults, and we're talking about ways to get through that as the owner as far as why. And usually if that's the case in your business where you feel like all you're doing is babysitting adults all day, there's ways to fix that. And usually you're the one who's in charge of being able to fix that to start with. And so if you want to be part of the show or you've got some comments or ideas you want to share or stories of your own you want to share, we're always welcome to be, to be part of the show. You can get us here live in the studio every Wednesday from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. The number here in the studio is 440-946-9468. If you're a tweeterer, you can tweet us at at, yeah, at Maximum VP, at Jack M MVP, or at Adam Sonhalter. If you're an emailer, you can hit us up at radio at MaximumVP.com or go to our website, MaximumVP.com forward slash how, H-O-W. Nice little form pops up there to be able to kind of be able to fill it out and submit to us and we get your how questions on here, your comments or feedback. We'd love to have that from you as well. So... All right, so when we, when we hit, hit the break, we're talking about plan, direct control. And I made the, the analogy of, of why meetings can be so important. You, you asked why, why, why meetings aren't, aren't run well. But they're key to help make sure communication is high. And one of the first meetings we would recommend our clients to have to get this organization in shape is you bring everybody together, 
explain them what we're trying to do. We're trying to capture all the stuff that goes on around here, okay? And instead of me as the owner having to put it all together, I want to engage the team because you guys know what you do better than I do day to day. So we'd like to capture that stuff. And so there's a couple ways to go about doing it. We're very big fans of, and we mentioned whiteboards before, we also like to have flip charts. And picture having a flip chart. If you have a, if you have a big meeting room or a big area where you can, you can put people's flip, put up a flip chart with, with uh, you know, the, the person's name at the top of it and blank the rest of the page. Have one for every person who's part of your company. With the idea being over the next week, to have them come and kind of fill out things that they do. There are certain things that they, maybe they do once a, you know, once a week or they do a couple times a day or a couple times a month, a couple times a quarter, whatever it might be. Just list out bullet points. Here's all the things that I do as part of the company. And it can be very simple stuff from, hey, you know, I'm usually the person who comes in, opens it, you know, or, or unlocks the door or starts the coffee to orders refills for supplies versus I'm the one who's going out to, make, to, be, able to, to be able to make sales or I'm the one who fixes the IT problems. Whatever, whatever it is that you do for the company, let's get it out there and it's put very, it up on paper. It's a very educational process for everybody. You know, it's uh, usually when, when uh, we use this in one of our prior segments here where or the owner will say, or anyone will say, give it to the office manager. Well, they're oversimplifying. Well, what does the office manager do? Oh, they set up the bills and they do the receivables. You know, they, I, don't, I don't know what they do all day, but it's not enough. Well, it is a lot. Typically, that person is, is fielding an awful lot of activity from a lot of people. And when you start to see on a, on a flip chart all the stuff that that person does, there's a certain respect that comes over and, and certainly an education that, that uh, enhances just the communication for the whole company. And that's a big deal. Well, not only are they curious about what the office manager does, Jack, they're also usually very curious about what the owner does, right? And we tell, we tell the owners that. So people aren't sure what you do all day. So picture, picture one of those bullet points, Jack. And if those of those you listening here, picture you putting one of your bullet points is babysitting adults. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he, the owner usually has late breakfasts and golfs all day. <laughs> or travels around or is going to shows and traveling the country or they're out meeting with customers. Or they, they aren't doing any quote-unquote work. The picture, picture, do you have do you have the cojones to put babysit adults all day on your on your job description as the owner? Oh, that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? All right. Yeah. And uh, say, I'd like to get rid of this. Stop having to babysit everybody or uh, not view it as that way, where it's viewed in that kind of connotation. But be able to put out what, you know, what it is that, that you do. Because often one of, the, one of the challenges is, as a company grows, if you're the person who started the company, day one you're pretty much doing everything. You may have had a little bit of help here or there. Maybe you had a friend or a spouse or a sibling or whatever it might be that was helping a little bit. But chances are you were probably doing the majority of the stuff. And so go back to the, to the prior segment. I was mentioning that it visualizes this organization chart. So it's a bunch of boxes flowing on a piece of paper. You can see there's a bunch of activities that are there. So early on, you were still doing all those activities, but maybe they weren't as intense. Maybe, maybe whereas now they're a daily occurrence. Maybe, maybe when you first started, they were only once a month or once a week kind of thing, right? But they've started to grow. There's more things happening. So, like, for example, sending out invoices. One of our favorite things, and we're always surprised at how it's not one of the favorite things of many of our clients, right? The idea of they go out and do all this great work for somebody, but to, to send an invoice out to them to be able to get paid for what they do, usually they'll be, they'll be pushed aside for some That's reason. That's right. Well, it's we one of those, those detailed accounting things right. that most people don't like to do. 
So yeah, I'll give it to the office manager. Right, or or or, or let's say cashing checks or, or, or making deposits. Right, same thing happens. Where people will take it, they'll hold on to something for weeks. Right, and it's like, well, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take it? Oh, I don't feel like going. Okay, so there's a lot of these tasks again that, that you were doing, and there's probably reasons why you weren't doing it as you know as quickly, or maybe you're still doing it, but you aren't doing it as well because things have kind of grown. So we want to get that stuff out. But how do I? How do I let somebody else do that? Well, you 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 take it off this list. Picture these flip charts. I got a list of all the stuff that's going on, and it will be will will become very apparent very quickly is who in your organization is overwhelmed. That's right. We have the visual to really connect everything. You've been in business for years. Uh, the babysitting that you're doing is a result of people not really understanding who does what with confidence, and that's the key. And that's what this accomplishes. And you have meetings in which your your key people uh, make presentations. That's huge. That is huge. It's it's a huge growth object or uh, opportunity for them, and it basically is is a tremendous piece of communication. So you said a fancy word there, Jack. I'm gonna come back and if, you know, which is presentation. Okay. So people's minds, right. they might kind of go, oh, what am I thinking about putting together some sort of a slide deck or a PowerPoint or something fancy like that? I gotta, no, no, no. Mm -mm. This whole idea of these, of these flip charts, folks, okay, this flip chart, you're presenting what it is that you do. You're having to get up out of your chair and present to the team, here's what I do. Oh, my God, get up. People sh are, are shaking just thinking about it. They're, they're going to you know, get hives. They're, 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 they're going to call sick. Yeah, they're calling sick that day because they, they don't want to be in front of the group. We're saying get up and, and, and present and talk about what, what it is you do. And, again, let me reinforce back to something that I mentioned in the first part of the show here, Jack. We're still working on our three out of the seven keys, profit plan, organization plan, and presenting. Correct. We continue to hammer these things home in terms of what's kind of going on. We're going to focus a lot on the, on the organization part of it, but you'll probably notice as we talk not only in today's show but other shows too, the presenting piece is that one kind of – it's almost like that, that, that Columbo piece, Jack, where it's kind of that, oh, yeah, one, by the way, one, one more question kind of thing when Columbo would, would do that towards the end of the show. And that was always the, the, Columbo. the, that was always the, the big zinger, right? Well, the, the, the ability to present, whatever it's going to be, and you, if you have good people, they're presenting multiple times a day, day in and day out. They could be presenting ideas to you, to their fellow coworkers, to, their, to, to, to vendors, to, to customers, to be able to present themselves in a certain way. That's very, very key to success of not only that individual, but to your company. Yeah, they, they, there's a certain, a certain amount and a certain process for presenting business data. And it's, it's relatively simple if you learn how to do it. It really is simple. And once you do learn how to do it and you see other people fumbling around, you say, my God, no wonder I have these inefficiencies and so many people coming up to me. Because, A, I've been at fault uh, from the standpoint that I didn't have the knowledge to teach people the way I need to teach them to communicate. But we're, we're telling you in a couple of simple terms that it's not hard. No, wait, it's not easy. That's, that's the... Uh, or it's easy but not uh, hard. You're, you're, which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> easy but not hard. We have like easy but not hard. Simple but not easy. Yeah. Right? That's I think what you're, it, it's these are simple things, but they aren't easy because we'll make all kinds of excuses not to do them. Right. So right. the idea of pulling your team together, taking those you know, those stick them you know, post it you know uh, flip chart pages and stick them up on a wall to kind of go through something like this to start with because we're trying to gather stuff as I was, as I mentioned earlier, you know, you're going to be, become very apparent very quickly who within your organization is overwhelmed. 
And why is that key? Because chances are they aren't going to tell you. They aren't going to tell you. They may tell a coworker. They may tell their significant other. They may tell a friend. But they probably aren't going to tell you because it's a scary thing to tell the boss that you're overwhelmed. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm on that. Especially if you, as the boss, are overwhelmed, Jack. If you're a total hot mess, and they're thinking, well, I can't go to complain to him because, you know, he's more of a mess than I am. So I was kinda, that's just how things are here. We'll kind of keep on just moving along, you know? That's where the confusion, yeah. lack of communication, all these, all these buzzwords that indicate, hey, I need a little planning, directing, and control here. And if I do have that, things are going to go pretty well. Then I'll, all i got to do is worry about the normal aspects of, of business challenges because i got my organization under control. So part of the simple but not easy part of this where it's not easy is that you as the owner are going to get in your own way. And you got to be able to admit to your team, have a little humility here. Humility goes a long way as, as, a, as a great leadership quality. And admitting that you don't have all the answers. But here's where I'm trying to help us go and, and to get things figured out. So what the, what the goal of this exercise is to get all the stuff out as far as what, who's doing what, and that next step will be to kind of organize the stuff into those different compartments, okay, in terms of these different functions. As far as what's, you know, we can use the term duty. Whenever I use the term duty, people always smile. Like, you know, you said duty, right? People get all That little baby, enjoyed. is that little baby talk <laughs> about duty, that kind of duty? <laughs> that's probably what goes to people's minds, Jack, right? It's either that or the scene from, or the scene from, no, the scene from Caddyshack where the baby Ruth and got duty in the pool. People think about that too. So the, so the duties are functions, okay? We're trying to get them laid out. Here's what's kind of going on within the organization, okay? And then we'll, usually there's dozens of those. As I was mentioned before, our, our average client usually has maybe eight or ten employees, so there aren't dozens of people. So chances are everybody's doing multiple jobs. But how should they be properly organized? So you, you mentioned before, Jack, part of where the confusion comes from is, well, who's doing what? That's they don't right. know. They that's, don't know. That's correct. So if I don't know who's doing it, then I may be, well, maybe, oh, I shouldn't be doing this? Okay, well, Jack's job. Okay, well, let me make sure I give it to Jack then. And jump screwing things up for Jack because I'm trying to do it myself over here and I'm doing it wrong, right? So people are getting in their own way or other, others' way without even knowing about it is what often creates all the frustrations and challenges here. So, so picture your organization in a sense of chaos, kind of uh, a drift in the sea of lack of organization, that's sea. You know which one that is geographically. But uh, uh, so here Check you are without, the break here, Jack. Right. without planning, directing, and controlling. And we walk up to uh, Nancy and say, Nancy, what's the plan? This is pre. This is pre, not post. So Nancy's going to, what, what plan? You know, I'm, well, what are you doing, Nancy? So Nancy's going to give us whatever the heck she's doing. It may or may not plug into something. I who the owner who just answered that question is going to redirect her into something that I want done. And between the two of us, there's going to be confusing, a little bit of uh, um, angst. Uh, I'm not planning, I'm not focused on the plan because we don't have one. So now we put our plan in place and we have the ability to direct and we have reports and status reports. So now I come up to Nancy and I say, hey, what are you doing today, Nancy? And, and uh, what's the plan? And you tell me a plan that I know you're working on because we all agree that this is one of the things we want done in 2018. And the communication is high. You're communicating well. I'm getting the status. If there's issues, we're going to talk about them. It's so easy to run a company successfully 
with those three words implemented. All right, so we're, at the, we're up against a break here, Jack. But when, the, when we're at break, people can be looking for their C. Is it a C of disorganization or C of organization S-C-A, on their maps? SCA. Yeah. All right, the C of organization on their map. So take a look at that while we're at break, folks. But stay tuned for more. We'll conclude it here on our next segment. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini with Maximum Value Partners. We're business coaches, and we uh, geographists. Is that a word? Sure. Okay. Sort of like, uh, what's the word on Twitterists? Yes. Yeah. Those are all good words. All right. Stay, they are good. Stay tuned for more Dirty Secrets of Small Business on Integrity Radio, WINT 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at com. Welcome back to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I'm Adam Sunhalter. And I'm Jack Mancini, and we're business coaches, and we help. Owners of small companies get unstuck from a state of how. What the heck does that mean? How? How do I do all these myriad of things? Is that the right word? Myriad? It's a good word. All right. Myriad, myriad myriad, whatever. They're all the same. People know what you myriad? mean. Myriad? We're communicating. That's all that myriad. matters, Jack. Yeah, that's what counts. That <laughs> really right. is what counts. <laughs> that's right. But uh, thank God that's what counts. And we're helping owners of small yeah, yeah. Yeah, businesses we'll get unstuck them. from that state of how. I'll help you, Jack. Here, our how question for the day has been: uh, How come all I do is babysit adults all day? And we're helping <laughs> you through it. We framed it very early on in terms of why that happens. A couple things just for a quick review for those you're just catching up. First of all, what your job as the owner is to do is three words: of plan, direct, and control. And most often, what we see with small companies is that there's there's no plan in place. And so our seven keys to success, and we talked on three of them primarily today, profit plan, organization plan, and presenting. And we're delving a lot into the organization plan here because that's a, a key for how do I get away from where I feel like I'm, all I'm doing is babysitting folks all day. So we get an organization plan together. That's part of the planning part of this. How do you pull, how do you pull it together? And we try to keep things very simple, folks. We talked about the idea of pulling your team together, having these post-it flip charts up on the wall, with a name on the top for each for each person that has their own sheet, and we want to get it out, get out what what they're doing day to day, week to week, month to month. What do they do as part of the company? Let's get it all out onto these sheets. You know that's so foreign. That uh, that whole idea is so foreign to most small business owners. It just they they've never heard of it because most people don't preach it. Most people don't try to sell the idea to an owner about how powerful this is to organize your your people, organize your flow of information and jobs so that everybody understands it. I've never heard anything even close to being able to to uh, describe how to how to prepare a solution for that problem of communication and who does what and where do we pass this and how do we talk intelligently about it. This is the way you do it. So we're getting this stuff all pulled together, and we like to, again, we focus on we're, we're the guys that get people unstuck through, through hows. We, now, not only do we, they, we get how questions all the time, Jack, we're very good at telling them how to go about doing it in a baby step way. So pictures are getting pulled together. The next step would be to kind of start to then pull these, these you know, let's say you got several hundred activities that are going on. You want to start to organize those into a couple dozen different what we'll call functions or duties or roles that are part of the, part of the, uh, part of the organization. And then get those things flowing out. How do they fit within the organization? And then who's going to do those things? Okay. And this touches on the presenting part too. We mentioned okay the idea of getting this. You know, this isn't them coming in, filling out the sheets, and that's it. They have to get up and present. 
present what they do and, and be able to present. And as part of that, you'll see where some of the confusion might be. Well, look at the power of that. You know, if you're going to present to a group, you have to know your subject because one of the driving personal forces is standing up and making a fool of yourself. And people don't want to do that at all. And they'll go to great lengths to present or prevent that. So if we, if we have the process and gently coach and instruct them on how to do this, do some role playing, everyone who's involved with key employees are going to be involved and some will present better than others. But they get over a hump and you can start to see growth and participation. Almost magical. It's fantastic, Jack. And it's, you become like a parent. You know, I'm talking about here you are babysitting, but part of the, what happens is a lot of the parenting skills you have and or, or the, 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 the aha moments or the, the prideful moments you get as a parent, when you see your employees, and most owners this way, they, when they see their employees performing and doing better, they get those, the, you know, it's, it's, it's goosebumps. You know, again, they, they feel great because they, they see them doing well. And it's helping you get out of your own way in terms of how do we kind of bring them in. So getting the org chart pulled together is a very, very key part of it. And the, the best way to start, again, is through getting this flip chart exercise started. And it, it's something you can do here in the next week to get things kind of moving along. And uh, let me come back to what we talked about a little earlier, Jack, in terms of the, the, the meetings. I know we've, we've discussed this on prior shows, prior podcasts, and that, but I want to just reinforce it here, that if you don't have meetings, that's where a lot of the chaos comes from because we aren't sure what's, what's going on, who's doing what. Even though I, I know I talked to Jack about getting something done you know, yesterday. Well, I also said six other things to Jack, and then he's got four people who have given him you know, things to do as well. I don't know that what I talked to him about is going to get done because I don't know how he's prioritizing stuff or if it was already done or not. If I, you know, so I'm going to go back in and bother Jack again. So here's Jack constantly being bombarded by people and what's going on and what questions they've got and what are, you know, they aren't the quarterly or annual stuff at this point, but a daily or a daily touch or a weekly meeting. And a daily touch can be something like a five-minute touch with you and your key people, and that kind of filters down to, to, to their key people. It comes back to the question you were asking earlier, Jack. What's the plan? If it's the morning, what's the plan for today? That's, That's all right. it's got to be. And was there anything that happened yesterday that I have to know about? If it's in the, in the end of the day, okay, what happened today I have to be aware of, and what's the plan for tomorrow? And if you, as you know, as the one asking that question, if what you hear back is not what you expected to hear back, so again, if I'm, if I'm asking you, Jack, hey, what's the plan for, for today? And if I don't hear on your plan that your plan is to do what I talked about with you yesterday, okay, and, you, and I said, well, what happened yesterday? Well, you didn't do that thing. Okay, hey, Jack, what about thing we talked about yesterday? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, I'm making sure it gets on your plan today. And you know what? It's going to get done between now and tomorrow. When we talk tomorrow, we say, well, how did it go? So it's a, if you have those 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 check-in points, it's enough structure that it's not overly burdensome, but it gets a nice rhythm kind of going. Do I know I have things that, 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 that are going to be done at a certain time, and I can touch base with you tomorrow morning versus interrupting you 16 times a day and be a nag to you, which is not going to create the right kind of culture. It's not who I am. That's not no, what you that's want. that's right. The be- meetings get a bad rap because they aren't disciplined. And we aren't talking hard-nosed discipline. We're talking about common sense. So if there's a pre-agenda, I have my key people here. My key people are going to basically make a, an update. There's only two things that this meeting should, should uh, involve. It should involve we're going to have a meeting for status or we're going to have a working meeting. So I can comfortably schedule a 15-minute meeting. Here's the agenda. Here's the updates that I want. If... Adam is, is starting to wander off the reservation going into too much detail, and he's talking to Ben. It's up to me or whoever's in charge of the meeting to stop it right then and there. 
say, look, you two guys take it offline and you know, give us a status real quick, Adam, if you can. I have a flavor for it now. Let's move on to Betsy, who's next, next in line. In other words, somebody has to be the enforcer in a nice way uh, to keep the schedule on track so that I know that this meeting, it's supposed to last a half hour. By God, it starts on time, and we start on time. If, if you're late, you're late, uh, but we start on time, we end in that half hour. And, then, and everyone can expect it. That's where meetings start to get a good reputation because important stuff is conveyed. If there are issues, they, they are touched on, and it's incumbent on me to, or whoever, whoever talked about it, to get together and basically uh, do whatever resolution we need to get this thing back on track. But the whole group doesn't have to hear about our inner workings. And if you're running the meeting, Adam, you got to keep everybody on track. If it's a if it's a status meeting, that's all we want, a quick touch. And if it's a working meeting, it's a much different kind of meeting. We're going to block out the day or half a day or three hours or whatever it is because it's a working meeting. Right. People will respect that, count on it, and all of a sudden communication is enhanced like you wouldn't believe. But you have to have some of these things, starting with the plan especially, in place. Right. and responsibilities in place. So let me come back. I, I like to make sure we, we have a chance to reinforce these things. I know it's important for us when we do it with, with our coaching clients, Jack. I want to do it with, with our, our listeners here as well. We mentioned before, simple but not, you know, but not easy. The stuff we're talking about is tremendously simple, folks. Now, don't take that simple and just brush it aside and say, that can't be the answer, because it is. The simple stuff, if you do these things and do these things well and get them in place, you're going to have fantastic results with your organization, and you aren't going to have that feeling that you're babysitting your adults all day because you're right. going to have people that, that in, in a much better question. rhythm. Right. So don't take what we're talking about and say, that can't be it. It's too, it seems too simple. Most of the best solutions, as you probably know from your own experience, are those simple ones. And we've been working on this for years, not only you know, with our own personal lives and our personal careers, but with as business coaches for 15 years, working with small companies, to help take all this crazy stuff and boil it down to its essence and simplicity, which is you know, characterizing our seven keys to success and a lot of what we discussed here today. So we're, Well we're, said, Adam. Well said. We're, we're, we're very thankful for you for joining us again on this week's edition of Dirty Secrets of Small Business. And we invite you to tune in and participate every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you have any questions before, email us at radio at MaximumVP.com. Uh, you can tweet at us at, at MaximumVP at Jack M M V P or at Adam Sonhalter or give us a call 877-849-0670. If yeah. you, go ahead, Jack. Go on. No, I'm going to say, uh, you know, we, we've been very successful with our clients. If you visit our website, you would enjoy it because the stuff we're talking about on the program, basically we, we take from our experiences on coaching clients for 15 years. So we got some pretty neat stuff. Uh, we'd love to engage you. We'd love to talk to you or contact you one way or another. So we're Maximum Value Partners, MVP, business coaches. That's right. And learn more dirty secrets of small business next Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Hey, thanks for listening on Integrity Radio, WINT, 1330 AM, 101.5 FM, and online at wintradio.com.